Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Thursday, December 7th. Today's Pearl Harbor Day. Oh, snap, crackle, and pop. On uh on December 7th um is really the real date when America um entered World War II. This is the surprise tag day, attack day from uh Japan. Um and the famous words we may have woken up a sleeping giant was um was was you know put in fruition. Uh I say 19 oh I didn't say so 1941, uh probably like the day or two after um America was like, yeah, we in this bitch now. Y'all all fucked. And uh yeah, that's that's what it is. So World War II pretty much in America started in 1941, mostly because in America, that's what we're taught is that it started in 1941. It was a four-year war, which it was fucking not. It actually started in 39. But we're just gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna talk about this. That that's a history thing, and I'm sorry. But where you can find the cruising podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruising podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates to the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast, also on Twitter at nice town finance. And yes, I am pandering for it, and I will continue to pander for it. Please leave a rating and review on the pod on uh, Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. And now let me know how you're doing, baby. On Spotify, we need to know. I need to know. You got to tell me. You ain't got to tell me, but please tell me how you're doing. I, I w- it would be beautiful to hear some of you beautiful people talk and tell me, you know, you know, how positive or negative. I don't fuck. Tell me whatever, baby. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me because I'm going to talk back. Or, you know, I can start a Discord or Reddit, wherever. What? Well, I've started both actually, but you know, it's okay. What am I doing? What am I doing? Sorry. Um. So today we're talking about Monarch. The TV show that's on Apple TV. But first, before I talk about that, in this case, people don't know what moniker is. You will you will learn in a sec. You're gonna learn today. You will learn today. Um, but I would like to talk about Raising Canaan. Uh, what's this? Season three? Yes, yeah, it's season three of book three of um of power. And it's the story of of Canaan, of course. Um Kanan Stark, aka 50 Cent's character from the original Power series. Um, I would like to say this. The first two seasons were fantastic. Don't get it twisted. I don't think they really had a bad episode in the first two seasons. This first episode, it felt like they were trying to tie it, tie up some, they they were trying to tie up a loose end. They were trying to, I, there was a certain storyline that kind of needed to end and like it was a shocking reveal but it was like okay you know we we it wasn't a major thing but to me if i'm being honest i love the show and for people to say this is the worst out of the spinoffs from power it's it is fair but at the same time you're saying it's the worst when each of the series, each of the spinoffs have been very good, have been very well done. I'm still waiting on the uh Lorenz Tate one. Did they just like say, nah, we ain't doing that no more? Because um the the one that's following his son for sure is probably number two. I think Tommy's is number one right now. I, I if anybody want if anybody was wondering, I think Tommy's is number one. Um 
Power Book Two um, was a ghost is two, and then Raising Canaan's three. I think so. I think that's the order right now. I I I mean, we've had three seasons of ghosts, but we've only had really one season of Tommy's you know series. So I mean, no, two seasons. Sorry, he, we've only had two seasons, and it just I think it, that actually they need another season. Then I would say, how about this? Ghost is number one. Tommy's Tommy's is number two. And I think Raising Cane is number three. I, I, I that might be have to be the list. I think that we've been we've been left in suspense. We've been, you know, been there's a lot of things that have happened on Power Book uh, Ghost number two. Okay, if you haven't watched the original Power yet, y'all 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 sleeping. You are sleeping. I think the spinoffs have definitely done a done it justice. Um, Raising Canaan. I think the only problem with Raising Canaan is that it's a it's a character that isn't around anymore. And it's like, do you still care? Would you still care about his story without Tommy and ghost? And to me, the first two seasons kind of had us like, all right, this is, you can do this without them. And then you sit around and you start to watch it develop in the second, in this third season. It's just like, where are we going? Like, what, what's the, what's the, where's the direction this is going like and tell y'all the truth i think that i think 50 doesn't miss 50 cent has not missed and so this really isn't a missed series it's just it's the first episode they were trying to bring us back to where you know the day of all the events that happened you know them being attacked by italians and everything like that and the final in the uh season finale last i mean on the last season and if you forgot about it, it's just like, oh, okay. You know, saying we, you, it's something that you're going to have to go back and watch for sure. Like Marvin, I think Marvin has the best character development out of everyone right now. And, and, and then like second to, uh, um, Braden, I, I really think their character developments like is their, their acting job in this series and these spinoffs. I think they did an amazing job. I think those two guys right there deserves more flowers than, than they're getting for for sure for guys that are secondary characters really he's a tertiary character aka the third like third third tier character marvin is and um i i think that their character development is definitely attributed to their to these guys great acting so we give them their flowers okay next um i think the other problem is this that people are having that I've heard that I've also heard. Um, uh, what's his name? Makai Curtis. Yeah. His name is Makai Curtis. Makai Curtis has done a great job at being Kanan. The problem is, is that he's trying to, it seems like even in this season, even more this season, it sounds like he's trying to sound more like 50. And that's fine that you want to be like, you know, you want to you want to be the character of the guy that you you're portraying. The problem is, is that you're at an age, especially in, in 50s life, especially when we're talking about 50. Um, If this is kind of like loosely based on 50s life, very loosely based on 50s life. You haven't taken nine shots. You can talk regular like you don't have. This is like 50 before the bullet in the jaw. 
type shit. Like, where when did he? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he has to do that. He doesn't need to try to talk like him. And I think that bothers people. Like, you you don't. The character, yes, is Fifty Cent, but you don't have to try to talk like him because it's that's not how he. That's not natural for Fifty. That's not a natural way he talks. He's forced way to talk for real. He was forced to talk like that. And I think that bothers people. And you can't go away from it now. I mean, it's already been recorded and shit like that. But I think that's what bothers people the most is that, like, you're trying to talk like a young 50 cent practically. And I think that, once again, this is loosely based on, like, him as a person. But I think, like, it's still a fictional character. Kanan start is still a fictional character. So it feels like you don't have to talk like that. Like, there, you can work in a line where, you know, Kanan's been shot or something like that a couple times, especially one to the face. And that's why he talks like that later on in life. That, it, which, you know, we, we've seen that, we've seen 50 Cent do that how many times? You know what I'm saying? Especially on Get Rich or Die Trying. You know, we, we've seen it. So I, I think that there's no way to like push back on, I mean, push away from it now. We got to deal with it. And I'm, I feel like the storyline is going to be our biggest problem. I think it's too many storylines. I think we got way too much shit going on. And uh, I think that it's like a story A, B, C, D, nine, seven, eight, five. I don't know. It's, it's just so many storylines going on. There's so many, so many um, tears to this fabric. It's just like, yo, we're going to have to like condense this motherfucker down a little bit and let's like work on one storyline one week, maybe work on another storyline, but continue being, you know, part of storyline A, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. We got tomorrow. It, uh, episode two comes out tomorrow. I was very excited for episode one. It, it was a little disappointing. It was a little bit. I, I'm not going to say it was a lot bit. It was a little bit disappointing, but I think we, I think they're going to figure something. I think this is going to get figured out, man. 50 cents, dude. 50 cents, like, as a producer, as, be, as much as I say the man is evil, is like an evil villain that people, like, he, he truthfully does not give a shit about people. Like, uh, and then he's doing something like the Diddy documentary. Like he's talking about he's doing a Diddy documentary. And I just read somewhere um, that he's donating all proceeds to abuse victims. Like, I think, it, what, yeah, abuse victims. That's where I read on, on this was on Twitter. I should have I should have checked my sources. But this is what I saw before I came on here. And yes. 50 Cent, apparently 50 Cent is really doing this. Doc. I thought he's playing around when he said, I'm going to do a documentary surviving Diddy. But uh, apparently he's really doing that. <laughs> 50, it, you never know with him. You know what I'm saying? The dude, like, the dude doesn't care. He, he I guess he shows the facade that he doesn't give a shit, but here he is doing this as, like, helping victims out. Like, he's not doing it for just his own dime. He's actually doing it. You know what I'm saying? He's actually doing the right thing. And you sit there and have a different perspective about 50 now like oh you never know what he does you, you never i think there, it's just a facade that he just does not give a fuck and i think that's the real side of him is truthfully not giving a shit but i think the other side of him in the real and that's which also a real side of him is that he's charitable and he has given back to his own hood you know what i'm saying i've heard i've heard stories about 50 you know like we've all heard fit we all have heard our share of 50 cent stories we know that he's an asshole like, but I, we also know that he's had problems with with Diddy in the past, and this stuff coming out about Diddy is like, oh, 
okay, he's going to go. He, if there's not one foot that was already in that man, his whole body is inside of this hole and, and going. He's, yo, uh, the no, uh, pause. But uh, he's definitely like, y'all know, he he's about to, if he's coming out with a documentary for sure, everybody's going to be tuned in because 50 Cent, like I've said before, production-wise, as a producer, as a guy that that is a showrunner sometimes, like, for real, for real, he did get hoed on For Life. Like, that that was, he got hoed for that one. Like, that that show should have definitely survived a lot longer. The, I think the, the movies where he's out front sometimes is kind of bad. Let's not get it twisted. It's not a lie. Some of the movies that he's out, you know, doing himself or can be pretty shittily, except for Den. I like Den of Thieves. I was a fan of Den of Thieves. I thought he was good in that. But um, what else was he good in? <laughs> I haven't seen the new Expendables. I'm very scared to see the new Expendables, mostly because why did we have it? Why was why was there a new one? Why was there another Expendables? It's been like 10 years since the latest one. And we're over here like, you know, we, why are we watching this again? This, we we're watching a bunch of old dudes beat the shit out of younger people. And what are we doing here? Okay. Sorry. My bad. Tangent done. But 50, I'm very happy that, you know, if he is really doing this documentary, I'm, I'm excited to, to watch it because we've all watched um, Surviving R. Kelly and like apparently Diddy's even a bigger monster. Apparently, Allegedly. Allegedly. But we've all heard Diddy's stories. Let's be real. But um, yeah, man. So, let I mean, I, I don't know 50 and also if there's one person that's truthfully not afraid to get sued is that guy that's that's the one guy that if there's all all chips and everything you can say whatever you want about 50 bro does not care <laughs> he doesn't care he's gonna go in man no this is wild this is gonna be a what this is gonna be a wild story man this is gonna be wild man that that dude is really is the king of monsters. Let's just be real for a second. He he's he really is a king. He is a, like a king monster, like human monster. Like goodness gracious, that well two human human monsters, but he's like the, the the don't give a fuck. The fuck not giving monster. That's exactly what Fifty Cent is. Not I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to continue to go on and do what fuck I do. But all right, we're going to talk about the real king of monsters. It, it, actually. I want to put this okay first the real king of monsters godzilla aka monarch is out um on apple apple tv right now uh first six episodes is available to stream um what what's his name wyatt um right wyatt russell and kirk russell are part of this pro part of this show um pretty much wyatt russell is playing a younger version of kirk russell's present day form um that it's not going to make sense i promise you what's happening with them doesn't make sense right now we're gonna find out why we're gonna find i think we're gonna find out very soon why he's the way he is but I, I, if i'm giving my honest assessment like monarch is fucking amazing this is a new spin on godzilla and i love it i love it it's not really about godzilla it's about the aftermath of godzilla you know like godzilla's destroying san francisco and everybody being afraid of them and being having Godzilla protocols, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, was it where, fuck, monarchs? Yeah, they're all monarch uh, protocols. You know what I'm saying? Where you got to hide in like a inside inside of a subway station, which is probably worst place to hide, mostly because you know Godzilla just doesn't give a shit. He's gonna stomp that out very easily. Let y'all have some very 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 reinforced steel or something. I don't know, 
But I like that it they they actually I'm not gonna lie to you, they seamlessly go from past to present very well. I think they do a very good job at that. Now I didn't I haven't seen some of the latest Godzilla movies, so I don't know if the San Francisco event is from a movie, but if it is, I like when movies and TV shows kind of do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the the only time it kind of like didn't make sense is the Batman versus Superman one, where Batman really is fighting Superman due to him due to Superman and Man is still fighting Zod in the middle of the street. But let's be real for a second. If we're all being honest with each other, why the hell is Batman in Metropolis when he is supposed to be in Gotham? saving people like i he just suddenly just that day he's he you know he goes to metropolis come on man all right let's just be real for a minute no okay sorry because that's because if that's not if that is gotham city that they're fighting in that is the nicest setting that gotham city has ever looked i i'm we never see gotham city in the daytime uh except for a few we've like the gritty part of it like that's it, we have seen gotham city in the daytime that's a lie my bad i'm like i'm thinking about the batman animated series what am i talking about yes we have seen yes i'm so, my fault sorry i misspoke okay i made a mistake it happens okay it happens it's 11 o'clock at night i make fucking mental mistakes i'm sorry but um i think that's the only time it really didn't work where one movie kind of bled into the other one was the cause it was really the cause of the plot of the next movie or but if this i, I forgot i have my once again so i have a pretty big fandom for godzilla i know it sounds crazy because i've said that i haven't watched the latest ones mostly because i haven't had time um and also uh really kong versus godzilla i should have like finished but i kept going to sleep during i don't know why um i haven't had the capacity to watch movies lately okay sorry my fault continuing on so to me, Godzilla is a folk hero. I know. Hold on. So back in the day, so I'm guessing I, I really just thought about this as you know, in in my solitude, and I watched Godzilla when I was a kid on Cartoon Network. Used to come on all the time. The God now the Godzilla I watched, they used to have like this sound machine that would call out Godzilla and he would save the day like against like Mothra or Megalo Godzilla or whatever like he would go and fight whatever other kaiju was out there and that's the that's that was the TV show that was like Godzilla yeah you know like sometimes the thing didn't work like Godzilla would come out and the big thing or the I mean the kaiju would start fucking up Japan and or whatever but Normally, Godzilla will come out, save the day, you know, do do his own thing. We all listen. If you have, if you didn't grow up watching these type of shows, the the, the weird ones, I like to get weird with them a little bit. Okay, it was kind of, it was kind of drawn like Hanna Barbera, but it wasn't. It was weird because it, it was kind of. You want to say it's an anime? I want to say it because. The show was based out of Japan. Now, I didn't know Speed Racer was an anime. That one, I that one blew my mind when I got older. I was like, yo, I am Speed Racer was an anime? 
what? That is wild. And then you think about it, and it's like their soundtrack was a little off at them sometimes due to the dubbing. The dubbing, like the 70s dubbing was definitely not today's dubbing right now. Like right now, they are simulcasting together the American version and the Japanese version sometimes. But you can just tell that where it definitely had, it was a little rough. But yeah, man, so back in the day, like, I would sit there and watch Godzilla, and when I say he's a folk hero, he was the hero of the story. Like, I, ne- I didn't watch the live actions, so I didn't watch one, you know, Godzilla and the Godzilla versus my. I watched those later on on Turner Classic Movies. They used to come on all the time, and once again, didn't know they were foreign films. These were Japanese films. This is a Japanese creation. Y'all don't understand. Godzilla is a Japanese creation. Like that, it, it was when Godzilla came out. It it actually changed technology in filming because of what they were doing like Godzilla they will have like a um it'll be like a uh like a like a toy stomping on it in the way they kind of shot it it made the buildings look bigger makes Godzilla look way bigger it it was actually pretty interesting it actually changed the filming like the, this movie changed it and I'm like wow this is awesome I love I I the lore behind Godzilla too, like the, it's changed so many times too. Because really, the Japanese created Godzilla because of the nuke attacks from America during World War II. It's kind of crazy how you know made that made that come back around to World War II. It was actually supposed to be, I, if I remember correctly. Now I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, please let me know because I remember hearing about this. And I know this is like legend and, sh- and shit, so just just bear with me. So Godzilla was like a lizard that was made out from the nuclear, really much the nuclear fallout from you know Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And Godzilla was really supposed to be the symbol of United States fucking up Japan again, like coming back. And fucking up Japan again, and it was really like kind of kind of a diss towards us, well towards them that bombed their country because understandably, I'll be pissed off too, and that if this only way I could get back at you is with a film, that's what the fuck we're gonna do. So Godzilla was always seen as the evil one for like a couple films, and then. They started making Godzilla into the hero because that was going to get the kids to watch it and then get the kids to go back and watch the movies. It's it was crazy. This the the history behind Godzilla is actually pretty interesting. And then you got King Kong, which I, if I remember correctly, King Kong is a fucking uh, American creation. So, of course, you want to have Godzilla versus Kong. You know what I'm saying? And. Of course, Godzilla wins, you know what I'm saying? Because Godzilla's a fucking man. I mean, because Godzilla's the king of fucking monsters, bitch. Know your role and shut your mouth. No, okay. My bad, sorry. Yeah, got on a little bit. Look, my fault, my fault. But what was cool about watching this show is watching the fallout of after Godzilla comes. Normally, when we see a Godzilla, like Godzilla or even King Kong, um normally when we see 
their stories. It's them actively destroying shit. And with this, this is the aftermath. This is also the discovery of the monarchs, of course. But this is all in different kaijus. But this is also the aftermath of Godzilla coming into town and fucking shit up, of course. But he probably, I think this is after he fought Kong. And this is this is him afterwards, you know, doing, you know, and people, like, they can't go into certain zones and stuff like that because he, because Godzilla destroyed the place. And there's federal regulations where you cannot. And uh, why do I keep saying monarchs? I think mon- monarch is the place or the people that's trying to, like, study them and try to combat against them for real. And, you know, a typical our, you know, our country fashion. They, I don't know why they always show our country doing shit like this. It does, that, that does kind of little kind of ma- makes me mad a little bit. I feel like not every military person would do something like this, but like they went and nuked them. They nuked uh, Godzilla when, when he first came. And I'm just like, why? That was stupid. Like, you just made an enemy for life. You just hit me with fucking plutonium, bitch. Now I want to fuck everything up. Now you gave me powers. All I could do for, for real first time around was stomp on shit. I could just stomp on some things and, you know, ah, you know, maybe, you know, do a little bit of things and then go back into the water. But you're going to sit there and hit me with a nuke? The fuck? No, sir. No, sir. And you gave me powers? Woo! They gave, they gave Hulk Hulk powers by accident because you're assholes. I hate when they do that, though. I, I'm not going to lie. I do hate that because I feel like even back in those days, nobody was rushing to go back to war at that point. Like, this is this is 1949. Like, this is this the the um. The back in the day stuff, I think it's 1949, right before 1950. I know that for sure. And you know, the two guys from back in the day are just came out of the war from the World War II, just got out of World War II. And it's just it's just weird uh, to me. I, I have a big problem with that sometimes. Like, damn, bro, like not all military people act like that. I I, I will say that. I'm not trying to pander to military people, I'm just saying, like. That's just they, they don't not all of them. Some of them are very curious. And I mean, I know you want to protect like the, the world and stuff like that. But like a lot of them are a lot, a lot of them more curious about what what goes on. I, I like that. um That that uh Kirk Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell is playing an older version of himself, of, you know, of his son. Him and his son are part of this this show. And that's pretty cool to me. I actually think that's pretty sweet. I like that they brought Durs. Durs is in this motherfucker. Durs, dog, Durs. Durs from uh, Workaholics, by the way. But once again, uh, Monarch was cool about it. Like I said, it's the aftermath of the destruction that Godzilla has, The everybody having their protocols, and really just a self-discovery about really someone's you know family. Um, <laughs> well, let's just say, let's just say, I want to preface this. This is a... Uh, this is the minor spoiler. This is a minor, minor, minute spoiler. Uh, Papa Bear Ho. I mean, we just put it out there. We're just gonna put it out there. Papa Bear was Ho. So uh, with that, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it here. Dang, I almost did this for 30 minutes talking about Godzilla. I love this. Yo, I love. I, I, okay, before I go, 
I was extremely hyped when the Godzilla movie came, Godzilla 2000 came out. I was extremely hyped. Y'all don't understand how ant I was about Godzilla coming out. Y'all don't understand it. As a 10-year-old kid that's been watching the cartoons, by the way, since he was like... Sorry, uh, probably another technical difficulty, mostly because I got excited. That's my fault. I unplugged the mic. It, it shit happens. But ever since I was a kid, like I was ever since I could change the channels, I was so amped about just pressing just 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 someone saying there's going to be a live action movie about Godzilla. Be ready. And I was like, I am. Don't worry. I'm here. I remember they didn't even show. I remember the first commercials where they never showed that it was Godzilla because they, I, if I remember correctly, they didn't say it was Godzilla until like two months beforehand. Uh, I might be wrong. They, I might be wrong. They were just, it, it, if you didn't know it was Godzilla, you wouldn't have known it was Godzilla. So when you're sitting here, you're watching this movie and to know how historically bad they, they thrashed this movie. It wasn't the greatest of the Godzillas. I ain't gonna lie to you. Them coming back with it, and then um, the music, of course, was like, um, what was it? it? Was the speaking of P Diddy? That one, yo. Let me tell y'all something, man. And then the tease at the end, just in case you haven't watched it, this is twenty three years old, so you got to get over it. Um, when they had the tease for Godzilla 2, where they had like the, the eggs inside of uh, Madison Square Garden, and then one of them popped out and was like a little Godzilla baby. Um, I guess Godzilla's a she. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't even know how Godzilla got impregnated at this point. But there's a bunch of eggs and chilling there. They never really explained that part of the story. Don't understand it. But um, they never went to a part two because of how historically bad this movie was like it, the problem there was so many problems you had matthew broderick as the lead and i don't even have to look this up this is the crazy part i remember seeing all the commercials all after after they revealed that it was godzilla that this was going to be a godzilla movie they plastered that commercial every single time something would cut the break you can change five different channels and see Godzilla. I think like McDonald's, Burger King, anywhere that had a Happy Meal had a Godzilla promotion connected to this. It was it, it was Godzilla mania for like two to three months before the movie came out. And I think that's what hurt the movie. I think that hurt the movie. I think all the advertisements and things like that, it overhyped the movie. And I think that's where it faltered. I think they put most of their money into advertising and they probably thought they were going to make it back.
But word of mouth about that movie really pissed a lot of people off. I remember, I think, no, this is Men in Black. No, there was a Godzilla game. I do remember this. So we went to, um, the, no, so, so just in case the kids don't know this, there was a place called Discovery Zone. Discovery Zone was awesome. It was an amazing place. It was Chuck E. Cheese on complete fucking steroid. The greatest steroids that you can think of, Discovery Zone, DZ, was that. I'm surprised DZ didn't survive. And Chuck E. Cheese did. Like, that's the crazy part about it. Like, DZ had a laser tag. Like, DZ was main event before main event was out without the bowling alley. It had a laser tag. It had foam. It had, like, the, the little ball pits. had everything that Chuck E. Cheese had except this joint had a fucking laser tag. Like, and they also had a laser tag to a point to where their Men in Black came out with uh, the, the – I'm sorry. I know I'm going on tangents right now. I don't care. Men in Black came out. And um, they had the the laser tag where you can shoot the aliens. I'm pretty sure they had something for Godzilla too at some point. Like you see Godzilla, you can probably shoot him or something like that. But it was in the it was in the laser tags. And now, uh, I think Men in Black came out maybe two years before this, maybe a couple years. I, I, I will have to look every one of this up. But I thought they had a Godzilla one. I, I may be wrong, and I can I can be okay with being wrong about this. But definitely there was. There was a Men in Black game. I know this for a fact. We went there for, hold on. We went there. This is in Philly. This was in, in not Chestnut Hill. I, I won't say it's Chestnut Hill. It was in um, Sheltonham. Close to Sheltonham. Either close to Sheltonham or close to Mount Airy. One of the two. People, people if you're from Philadelphia, Especially around that time, you knew where DZ was. Yeah, everybody, there was only really one. If I remember, there was only one, and it was in North Philly. That's the crazy part. I think it was in North Philly, but I might be wrong. I could be wrong, but I know there was a discovery zone. And I can actually, it was crazy as I can picture the shopping center that it was in. That's the crazy part because I remember we went there one time, and then the next time we passed by that shopping center, and it wasn't that long after that. The next time we passed that shopping center, it was gone. DZ was gone. There was no such thing as Discovery Zone anymore after that. They closed down every Discovery Zone, like, after that. So I didn't understand it. I loved Discovery Zone. I was a fan of that place. I don't think there was too many in Philly. I, I don't think so. But who's? it was my cousin's birthday. It was definitely my cousin's birthday. It was, like, one of the best times I could think of. When, in my childhood, it was like one of the great. I, I went to Disney World. Okay, don't get it twisted. Like Disney World was probably a one, except for going on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Because why would you take a small child on a boat ride, looking at these people? But hey, man, and this is like X-rated fucking Pirates of the Caribbean too. By the way, um, a child that's definitely afraid of water. No, I'm joking. That that mom, we didn't know. Who knew? You know, what I'm saying this is a, literally everyone's first time going to Disney. Then yes. This was Pirates of the Caribbean, where it was the raw. I I got to see the raw Pirates of the Caribbean kind of through crying eyes because I was crying the whole fucking way. I was scared. Shit, I'm scared. I'm still scared to this day to be on open water. Just putting it out there. I, it still it still scares the dog shit out of me. 
I hate that with every fiber in my being. That's one of my biggest phobias is to be in open. It's not even open water. It's the crazy part. Okay, sorry. My fault. I went on tangents. But um, what was I saying? I was talking about Godzilla. Why was I talking about Godzilla? But yeah, Godzilla, there was supposed to be a sequel. They teased us with a sequel, and they never came out with it. And this was at the height. Not at the height. This is like kind of Matthew Broderick's comeback. To tell you the truth, this is, yeah, after, what was Matthew Broderick in? Nah, because I'm thinking that's um Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is Back to the Future. Matt, Matthew Broderick, Broderick was in something big before that. I just can't remember right now. Or maybe something after? No, just in case people don't know. Matthew Broderick, you know what Matthew Broderick was? Actually, that was his comeback. That's why. That's why. Because Matthew Broderick's biggest hit is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. For sure. Well, let's be real. He's fearless. He's Ferris. And that was one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest, like, teen fucking movies of all time. Next to, like, that, that, like that's the height of the 80s for sure. That, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. I watched all of them. Don't, don't get it twisted. I watched them all. Y'all can, y'all going to be there, sit there and hate. Oh, my goodness. You watched all of them? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. Loved it. Mar- Marley went, Molly Wangrall. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great times. Great times. Judd Nelson fucking wanted badass. Guy was badass. Okay. Now everybody wanted to be, uh, what was it, Michael? Michael C. He's cool now. Actually, he's a pretty cool guy, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I never met him. Um. So with that, that is the show for today. The King of Monsters is back, baby. So uh, with that, I would like to say where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, anywhere, should, anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates to the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nicetown Finance. And with that, please leave a like and subscribe on YouTube. Please also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I will love you forever. My kiss in the forehead. That'll be a great birthday present. Not going to lie to you. And also leaving a well-thought-out and well, uh, well-good-hearted and, you know, constructive criticism on the um, on the uh, written review, if possible. Also, let me know how you're doing on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's going to say on Spotify. How are you doing? How you, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, baby? No, I'm sorry. All right, so with that, I like to say, I love all of you. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, and I'll catch you guys later. Deuces!